episode 20 of Slam City. It's Raymond Moore, Jeremy Epstein here. No Uncle again because he's gone. He quit. Yeah, he quit. I know. And I wouldn't be shocked though if he just calls us right now. Yeah, he'll like, call it. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna join him. It's Comic Con this week. He's just over there, he just pro- hanging. He probably is at Comic Con. Yeah, no doubt. But you know, speaking of Comic Con, you know, I was there yesterday. And, you know, I see a lot of interesting costumes, but these people go really hard. Well, you got the press pass. You don't have to wait in line and camp out. And you could dress normally. You don't have to wear a costume. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just taking pictures of these people in costumes, and I'm just like, these guys go really hard for it. Set the scene for our listeners here. What what did you see yesterday? Well, I saw people dressed up in X-Men uniforms. Okay. I saw people dressed up. What characters? I think Cyclops and I think someone wore rings. How, how did they put the claws? Did that work out for them? I mean, it looked really cool and everything. Yeah. I saw I saw a person dressed up in a real, actual Batman costume. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I don't know how much money he spent on it. Yeah, he could use that money, money for a lot of other things. Yeah, he could use it He's going to regret that purchase. You know, he was the man at Comic-Con for a day. But, you know, down the line when that bill comes through, when the, you know, the rent comes through... He's going to be like, oh, I spent $4,000 on this Batman suit. I wish I could contribute that to my rent. You know, speaking of that, though, like spending all that money, I mean, I think one of these, all these people just want to have that one spotlight where everybody... That one shining pictures, moment. Yeah, where everybody just takes pictures of them in yeah. costumes and, and they never forget that experience. Yeah. I mean, and then also those one person in a Star Wars costume, one person in the John Wick, I think. No, actually, there's a John Wick virtual reality game. It looks pretty cool. You said you tried that. How'd that go? I tried. What I tried out with the virtual reality was the scary game. Some Why would you do game. that? Because I wanted to see how how actually it is scary when you put the helmet on first person and you're in the scary game. How Did, it since is. you have a press press pass, do you cut the lines? Oh yeah. Are you the worst? <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I, I get. I go on a demo. I do a little demo of it, and then they tell me more information about it. Nice. Know, they give you a free copy of the game. No, they well, just gave me a virtual. But they gave me this. Uh, they gave me more information about this whole new technology that they have that I'll probably like read about it because it looks pretty interesting that's good do you see some of the new york mets at comic-con because they have nothing to do now no no i haven't seen them <laughs> speaking of the mets though i mean that game that they had wednesday look we were gonna say well the mets just didn't do anything against madison bargarner but who probably could have i mean i guess the guy he's unstoppable in the postseason his what is his era 0.25 it's, like, it's literally nine i don't even something. think it's a one i think it's 0.02 or something like well, that and He's throwing like back to back shutouts and yeah. like eliminate. twenty three straight twenty three and a half straight innings, he's throwing shutouts. Yeah. And that's like a streak right now that no one's broken yet. I think Christy Mathewson is like the next in terms of road starts without with straight shutouts and road starts. I yeah. think Tim and Christy Mathewson. But also looking at it from that performance, I mean, remember in the worst series, he had a point seventeen ERA. Yeah, he shut down the Royals and to the point, didn't he start Game 7 on like two days yeah, rest? Yeah, or he, he came in for the save or yeah, something like that? I think he came in for the save. But he pitched like four and a third innings. Yeah, he did. And and the one thing about that game was, before we get into the Mets, was that, you know, when, when Butler hit the ball in the Royals, and it was like a bloop single kind of, and it went over the gap and he went to a triple, right? I, I said to myself, "What you're talking just, about the World Series yeah, way yeah, back? Yeah, that way they should have sent the guy. He should just they should just sent him. Yeah, they should. You never know what would happen. You're not going to get another hit off Bumgarner. Exactly. That's what I was like. You know, you're not going to hit against this guy. That's like their only opportunity to run all the just, way home. Yeah, just say screw it and send the you guy. You never know. Maybe yeah, a missed well. throw or something or missed catch. Like that's why I was like, you could, they should just because that going. throw, the relay throw, had to be perfect to probably get him yeah. out of the plate. And I didn't think I didn't think if he did run it, maybe they would have like ball a ball whatever. Yeah, who knows? Quick. But, you but know. the Royals won the World Series last year yeah. against the Mets. So I feel like they're – I mean, they don't get that back, but, you know, they won. So good yeah, for them. Madison Bogart, my goodness, It's unbelievable. So I think he's top three postseason. Well, it's an even him. year. The Giants won the World Series every even year since 2010. And if I were the Cubs, I'd be a little bit nervous. Yeah, they I would be nervous. They did not want to face the Giants. No. <laughs> not with that veteran team and with him on with the mound. With that postseason experience. Yeah. You have Buster Posey, Hunter Pence. Yeah. You have a lot of guys. Joe Panic. You have a lot of guys who have been there before. They're not going to get pressured by the moment. They that, know how to win. They're like the Yankees of the, the 90s. Basically. Yeah, they are. Like, like they, they got Buster Posey. They're a the, dynasty. Th- yeah, it's they, no doubt about that. For sure. They've won three championships in, what, six, six years? years? Yeah, they might win a fourth one for all we know. And if Buster Posey doesn't get hurt the year after they win their first one in 2011, they probably go almost back-to-back. Yeah. Then they're winning four and six. They're they're a great team. Po- Posey's like the Derek Jeter for them. Oh, yeah. Sakes. 
I mean, Madison Bumgarner is like an Andy Pettit 2.0. Yeah, he's like better, an Andy Pettit combined better. with Mariano Rivera. I know, but better. <laughs> the, you don't need a bullpen with Bumgarner. He's just unbelievable. What were you rate his performance, though, like of all the postseason pitchers? He's up there. You think he's better I mean, than Pettit? Oh, yeah, probably. And he's only 25 point. years old. I mean, Something Andy like Pettit had some rough games. If you look at the World Series in 2001 yeah. against Arizona when he was tipping his pitches in a game six, I think the Diamondbacks lit him up for like yeah. over 10 runs. But uh, Andy Pettit, he was unbelievable. But the way Bumgarner's pitching where he scoreless shutouts, and he's, just, yeah. he, he, he's unhittable in the postseason. It's unhittable. And I don't know what the Cubs are going to do against him. But well, they only have to face him once, Why theoretically. Once? Well, you never know, though. You know well, how it's best of five in he, the for division he series. He might pitch on two days of rest for all we know and just to win game five or something like that, even if he does pitch. I think the Cubs, I hope the Cubs win the World Series. Look, they deserve it well, at this dude, point. I believe the Cubs and Indians should be in a World Series, but, you know, Indians it's interesting to see Terry Francona manage against the Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, I know, right? That's a good series that no one's talking about, but that's a good series. Well, we'll get into that game too yesterday because I have something to say about Dustin Pajoya, and it just it's he complains it, too much. It, about but, but it's also, that also, check my, swing? also my common theory on why Boston fans are the worst fans and yeah. Boston players are the worst in the sports. But going back to the Mets, I mean, look, I had no problem with them not hitting against him because you know he had a performance of a lifetime. Like you never see anybody like that. But, you know, I, I still believe that it was a successful season for them because they made it to the postseason with all the injuries that they had. With what Collins was managing that team, knowing that they were limited in talent, but they made it. I, I Sandy Alderson did a good job replenishing yeah. that talent. But what have we been saying the entire year since we started this podcast in April? What our concern about the Mets was if they got into the wild card game, they'd yeah. get into the game, they'd pitch really well, and they'd be, but they would be unable to hit. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Exactly. And Syndergaard had a great He was throwing a no-hitter through, like, what, seven? Yeah, through five, I think, five, five? or six. But it still had a great game. Yeah, and he, he shut him unbelievable. out. He shut him out. He had 100 pitches, more than 100 pitches. They had to take him out because, you know, they didn't want to, they want to prolong his career and Yeah, everything. you look at everybody who's pitching for them right now. Harvey has a shoulder problem. Yeah. DeGrom has inflammation. Yeah. Mats is hurt. And you just have Syndergaard and the greatest pitcher of all time, Bartolo Colon. Well, I, I would say this, though. Now with that performance, I think you put Syndergaard as probably the one pitcher He's you probably want the to ace yeah, of he, that staff he, at this point. Yeah, you want him to be the guy to, with the to, ball. to close the game or to, like, have a big-time performance like he did, even though they lost. Yeah, he's the he won the one game they had in the World Series yeah. last year. He was the starter. Yeah, exactly. DeGrom struggled in the World Series. Harvey was pitching really well until he decided to come out to the But his arrogance ninth. took over, and he should just yeah. let Familia close. But we don't know. Maybe Familia would have blow it there for all we know, like he did yesterday, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, he's struggled in the postseason. I mean, you know, closers, they're going to have bad moments. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Rivera have bad moments. Look at the 2004 ALCS. Yeah. I mean, look at 2001 in the World Series. Yeah, when he Game forgot seven. how to throw to well, second well, base. Well, he threw a cutter to Derek Jeter instead of a straight yeah. fastball. They would have had a double play. They would have won that World Series. I mean, it happens. I mean, obviously the best of the pitchers, so I'm not going to go too hard for Yeah, people are getting really like they want Familia out. They want him Why? to get traded. Like, I don't Why? understand. Who are you going to replace him with? He's an all-star yeah. closer. He's unbelievable. He's probably like top five. I yeah, think, in the he league. fifty-one out of fifty-six saves. Yeah. Terry Collins uses him all the time, so his arm's gonna get blown out. Yeah, but that's the only that, problem they gotta do. They gotta have, find a way to manage him, and not use him so many times. But you know, you see Rivera even in the postseason where he went through three innings. But the postseason's and, and different. Like, like you look at the Cleveland Indian game that we're gonna get into a little. He Terry Francona brought Andrew Miller yeah. in the fifth inning. And he went for two innings. Yeah, that was very. Very, I thought it was very strange. But, but look, then I Terry Francona out. knows how to manage in the playoffs. But Terry yeah. Collins, you, he, I think he's had a successful season. They were two games under sixty and sixty-two. Yeah. And then they had the best record in baseball. With the, if you look at the roster they did it with, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and also uh, I don't want to blame Terry Collins for this either. But if he didn't put Familia at that time, because you know how Buck Showalter. Oh yeah, but I understand what Blue Jays. But that's different because like, they're on the road. You want to save your best pitcher to close it out. Like I understand the logic behind it. Yeah, I understand, but you know a lot of people are like a lot of well, people are killing. Him. They're well, saying it's one of the worst decisions in baseball history. I said decision. no, it's not. If Joe, anything, you keep him. Joe Torre did the same thing back yeah. then too with Rivera. Like he didn't put him in a situational game because he wanted to save him, and yeah. then you know, boo, but the reason it, you put Familia in in, at, in the ninth inning because you're home. There are no save situations. Yeah, exactly. If you score, you win the game. Exactly. So that's different. If you're on the road, I completely understand wanting to save. And Blue Jay fans are the worst fans ever. Oh, he's, oh. The can that he threw, the can. St- and it, it was ended up being like a sports journalist who threw the can. I can't believe that yeah. a sports journalist would do that. Who thinks it's a good idea to chuck a can at? What if it hit the guy? He would have been dead. 
I don't know if he would have been dead. He I mean, been been hurt. right. In the, is it probably a full beer can? Probably he just threw him it's right. Just a stupid, stupid decision. Like who? Why would he do that? Adam Jones knew who it was too, because he was he was pointing at him. Yeah, Buck Walter got pissed. I mean, that guy should never be allowed in that stadium again. Never. Should be allowed to go to a baseball but these, stadium. But these Blue Jay fans are just so relentless. Like I don't know why they're going so like they're throwing things now. Like it's now. different. It's like the like, fans in, for the Raptors are always said you know they're one of the best fans of basketball. Well, they, they make are. a lot of noise, but you don't see them throwing stuff. On yeah, the court. exactly. They they respectful for everybody, but for funny the Blue Jay fans, it's just like we hate the United States or something, or we just hate the world. They just don't like the Orioles, and the and also Blue Jay players in general. Like Donaldson is just a punk. He's a nasty okay? guy. Yeah, he's a punk, and I'm sick and tired of him getting complaining about every single call. And Troy to a whiskey, the same thing. These guys just complain and complain. Like just play the game. Like why why are you whining about it? I have no idea. They're making so much money. They're they're getting they get every call anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, why are they complaining? Like, the look at the place? Mets in the game against the Giants. They were in the eighth inning. I think Addison Reed threw yeah. a pitch. He didn't get the call. Did he throw a fit? No, he got no. the guy out. Although I had some questions to the umpire with the strike zone of why the, the pit, uh, Giants, Massive Barber, getting so many calls and, and other pitchers aren't. Like Syndergaard? Yeah. Like oh, I, yeah, they I, called I, a, a guy from the Mets out on a pitch. Yeah. It was a curveball. Like, it almost hit him. Yeah. and he, Way inside, and yeah. he called it a strike. Yeah. And I, I was I, very confused about yeah, that. Yeah, I understand. That but at the same funny. time, the Mets got a call. For the Denard Span stolen base, did you think he was out or safe? I thought he was safe. I thought he was out. I thought his leg came off the bag. I couldn't tell, but I thought his leg I came off the bag. Well, you know, going back to the match, though, well, how would you grade? How would you grade them like throughout the whole season? I'll give them like a a B minus. Yeah, it's you know? tough because when you come in having World Series expectations, and then all your starting pitchers essentially get hurt. Yeah. It's really tough to gauge. I mean, no one expected David Wright to. They didn't expect him to play 150 games. It, I they didn't. Play 150 games. They didn't not expect him to not play after May. Well, I th- I thought he was gonna play at least close to a hundred. Yeah, and he barely played yeah, at all. At all. So and that's gonna be a question mark too in the off season. Well, that's why right. they maybe should have kept Daniel Murphy. Well, they kept, but they have Jose Reyes, and he's he came in and played well for them. I but think they might sign him back. though. No, I think they signed him. They have an option on him. I and think they can. He wants to play here, though. You know, he's, he's yeah. he loves playing in New York. He loves playing in the Mets. I would so. get, I guess, like a B minus, B, yeah. C plus at the worst. Because like you look at the team that they had yeah. in the opening day, and then the team that they finished the season completely with. different. Exactly. So they I, they kind of you could say they overachieved with the team they had at the end of the year, but underachieved through the expectations they originally had. Yeah, I, I believe so too, and I, I got to credit to Terry Collins for what he did with the roster, but also. Looking question mark on Cespedes. What were they gonna do with him? You think I think they, I think it's gonna be the same thing as last year. They the Mets operate like they're a small market team, which I don't understand at all. But at the same time, they Joanna Cespedes had a great thirty one home runs, eighty six RBIs. He had a good year. They are crowded in the outfield, and he can handle New York. Like he's yeah, the type of he, guy who wants I think to play he wants here. To yeah, be here. he wants to play here, and he's not afraid of the moment or any of that stuff. So he he wants to play and, and perform I think well. I, the contract he's going to want, if they didn't want to give him a five-year contract last year, they're not going to want to give it to him this year when he's a year older. Well, how old is he now? Like 30? He's in two, his 30s. Thir- he's in his 30s. I, I mean, at, at worst case scenario, you give him a three-year deal. I don't think he'll take it. They gave him that last year. He's not going to He's gonna opt out. Le- his contract last year, I think, was three years, 75 with an opt-out. Yeah, so he's going to opt out, though. He's going to want a four- or five-year deal, which he could command because he's that good of a player. But He's probably the only big market player though I think he'll season. probably end up in the American League because then the, you could transition him to the DH role yeah. but which team would, would you think will get him in the American League who knows no one really made him a big offer last year that's why the, he was out there so long that's why the Mets were able to keep him I, I think he's got to sign back though I, they have to keep him who else do they have in the middle of that order you want to trust Jay Bruce? No, 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 not that. I think he, they should try to trade him away because he 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 just struggled big time with the Mets. Well, he's their insurance in case they lose Cespedes. That's they true. have another outfielder. So if Cespedes is gone, they'll keep him. I think if they keep Cespedes, they gotta find a way to trade Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce, maybe Curtis Granderson. Even though Curtis Granderson, he he rebounded a little bit. He hit thirty home runs, I think, but he only had like fifty-seven something RBIs. Something he did, like that. and but he's always been known as a power hitter. We seen with the Yankees, he's a guy who who's like a hit and miss. You know, yeah. if he gets on on fire, then he's good. But if he but he struggled he's, so he much during yeah. the during the summer months, he was awful. Yeah, he was just awful. He made that great catch in center field. He did, and I thought it would be like a momentum shift for them. I thought they had a chance, but then. 
you know, the one chance they had against Madison Bargain was when there was Jay Bruce was up, and there was no out, money out, and somebody on second base. And he struck out. And he he, he couldn't get the runner over to third. And he, yeah, he should just bunt it. Yeah, that's why he should just bunt it. Yeah, but you're not going to pay a guy $14 million to bunt. But in that situation, knowing that this guy is unbelievable, you got to have to do something The Giants will bring the infield in anyway, and the Mets barely got the ball out of the outfield against Bum, out of the infield against you Bumgarner. Might do a, so. You might do a steal while he bunts then and take a chance to see if he just gets say, it. Just say screw it. Just screw it. I then, mean, then you then you'll have to explain. There's nothing to else you can do. This guy is like unbelievable. So you have to find a way to score on an arrow or something. Did I, no, did realistically, did a lot of people think the Mets were going to win that game? Because no. the minute they, I mean, you saw Bumgarner pitching, yeah. they're not going to win. I thought they had a slim chance, but when they hit that home run in the ninth well, inning, obviously, the game was over. I mean, everybody, everybody you're not going to score. Over, yeah. You're not going to score one run against Bumgarner. Yeah. Maybe you'll score one if you're lucky. You're a definitely blue, not going to score single, three. On a blue single, you're not going to score three like, in one inning. Yeah, that guy's unbelievable. That guy's unbelievable. You know, speaking of the play, MLB playoffs, of course, we talked about a little bit of the Blue Jays and Orange, but also talking about the game yesterday with the Red Sox and Indians. You know, it was back and forth. Uh, Red Sox took a lead, Indians took tied it, then they took a lead, and then the Red Sox about to make a comeback. Then the last call of the game was a strikeout. And then that curveball guess with who, Pedroia? Guess who complains the most on the on the plate? Your your he, guy Pedroia. Here we go. Pedroia again does what he does best: complain at the umpire at the end of a game. And then he admitted that he <laughs> went ar- to the media. He's like, "Yeah, I, I swung." So well, why are you complaining? Exactly. Like, what, oh my god! You're not gonna change it. They're not gonna change the call. The game's over. I don't understand. You complain that that about the call, but you swung and you and it's clearly on the re- on the re- on yeah, the replay the, that you swung through and he, he got you, a strikeout. Yeah, you didn't check your swing. So why at is he all? complaining? I mean, just and, to and, do it. I and mean, he didn't even run at all. He knew it, he was just like he got mad. Like it's over. Like, are you serious? I, I don't understand. When, like, if you know you did it wrong, just like suck it up, walk back to the dugout, and get ready for game. Too. He does this on every plate, though. You ever notice that? Like every time he gets a strikeout on some call, or uh, yeah, he's demonstrative. He's, he's really like complaining for no reason. Yeah, like, he he's very demonstrative. He doesn't hide what he thinks. He did this even in the in the championship run they had two years ago when when it was a, a, a complaint against the Tigers when it was like a shutout almost, and and he was complaining about a call too. Like he doesn't. You have to time. like guys who though who play with enough passion. Yeah, but if, enough passion to be realistically exactly. Like, but there's aware the but there's the line. Out. There's the line of playing with passion, and there's the line of you know you're. Being a crybaby, but it, it, he was a crybaby, man. He clearly knows that was a strikeout. Why are you complaining? Like I understand if it wasn't, and you're gonna complain. Like a few years ago with the Texas Rangers game, where it, it was a ball and they called a strike three end of the game, and then people oh, would like be like, a "Unbelievable call yeah, too." That was the most terrible. I never seen anybody call a strike on a ball, and I'm just like, I would have complained too. Like that, like, you that much me? out of the zone. I know it was literally it hit the floor and it's a strikeout. I'm like, yeah. what? Or even with first base, when somebody caught it, and he was like 15 away feet away yeah, from the first base. Yeah, and the World Series, Don Deckinger. And the, I'm like, the, the, like what? The Cardinals-Royals World Series, where he was clearly out I by know, a like, mile. What? Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm okay. I mean, umpires could do a bad job, but, yeah, but players I, complain. I think, I think they're not as worse than NFR for reason, though, because everything, you just get flags for everything. No, you just, the flags Paul are arbitrary. Think, I can't believe Paul thing is a, I can't believe Paul thing is a flag now. I don't understand. Like, you can't let these players express themselves after no, they get the something. No, the NFL is the no fun league. It's always no been sense. the no fun let, league. Let them be like that. Like, if you wanted them to shut them up with the taunting, then you just score on them. Like, that's a big, not a big deal. No, like, then the offensive it. player will start taunting. No. This is never a lose lose situation for them. But you know, speaking of the Indians and Red Sox game, though, I, I believe that the Indians will probably win this series. I'm but, hoping the Indians win that series. I, I'd like to see Terry Francona yeah. stick it to Boston. But talent wise, you're going to see the Red Sox and their offensive lineup that's like an all star lineup, basically. And everybody's picking the Red Sox over them. But I think the Indians, the Indians have, have a chance. A they have a better bullpen. Yeah, they have a better, better pitching. Yeah. So I believe that they have a big chance. I think if they win tomorrow, they win tonight. Then, and then it's two zero and a best of. Then yeah. it becomes, I think, the best of five. So they just have to win one more they game. Yeah, one more game on the road, and then you don't want the Red Sox to win because you know we've seen this before, where where the the Red be, Sox are down two zero or three zero, they come back. Well, they came back three zero once. I'm just, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan, so that was <sighs> tough for me. I'm not over that yet. I can't believe that they came. I'm back not. Though. What is that? Like twelve years ago? Yeah, it's, I'm still not I over can't that. They came, because that that they could have won a World Series for all we know. They, they would have the won a World Series. They who did the Red Sox beat? The Cardinals in that World Series? Well, the Yankees could have won the World yeah, Series. Yeah, they would have won that went, World Series. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. Yeah, A Rod at his prime, and they, they couldn't advance. A Rod, like, I can't believe it though. 
He didn't show up in the, well. He didn't show up. A Rod never showed up until two thousand nine. After two thousand four, though, he just sucked in the postseason. He was good for the first round yeah. and for the first three games of the championship series, yeah, and then and he then went into a slump that lasted like five years. Yeah, so two thousand nine, where he yeah. broke through it. He Which he like, like, and then the slump continued in 2010, 11, 12. So hopefully the Indians do win against the Red Sox. I think they will. What's your World Series match? I don't know if we made picks. I think I'm going with the teams that haven't won in a while. So I'm going with Cubs, the, Indians in the Cubs World Indians, Series. Yeah. That's what I'd like to see. I think it'll be good for the viewers. I think it'll be good for both teams. But the thing is, the most pressure will be for both fans. Be like, oh, one team's gonna break the curse, one team isn't, or whatever. Like, it's gonna be a battle. For I don't want to see. More. I don't want to see Texas or Toronto in the World Series. I just don't want to see it. I don't even want to see Toronto in the World Series. You're gonna see a bunch of fans just throwing stuff in the World Series. Probably. I just, I'm just hoping Odor punches Batista one more yeah, time. I, I can see that happening. I mean, one of these games, they're gonna see it. Like, if they're 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 out of it, they're just gonna do something. I could see. I if Cole Hamels remembers how to pitch, I could see Texas going to the World Series because they have such a good starting staff. Texas but is becoming like the Bengals of the of the MLB though. Like well, ever since they talent. choked in game in the 2011 World Series, they haven't really recovered. That was unbelievable. You know that game still gives me goosebumps every time I look yeah, at it. Yeah, they're like, so close to winning. Freeze hits the ball and he cu- he almost catches it. I think I don't know who was Nelson out there. Cruz. Nelson Cruz in, in right field. This he was inch, right, inch, yeah, inch, inch of away. a boy, inch away about catching this to end the game. It looks like it hit the web of his. Go- he was so close. I know. You can't get much closer than that. And then they go up again in the next inning when Josh Hamilton hits a two run home run and yeah. then they blow it again. Yeah, and then they, and then they blow it again. That's if, probably one of the best games I think I've seen. In World yeah, Neftali Feliz never recovered from that. And then when and then when Freeze hits that home run and Joe Buck is like, yeah, we call. will see you tomorrow night. Yeah. He, that show gives me Did you hear about Joe day. Buck? About that he wrote in a book that he, you know, that voice problem he had a couple years yeah. ago, where he said it was a virus. Yeah, it wasn't. He said it was because of his addiction to hair plugs. He got a bad hair plug. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote that in his book, and I'm thinking to myself, why would you admit that one? I don't and understand that. God, yet. hair plugs, man, <laughs> just accept it. Yeah, but that call still gives me goosebumps every time I hear nah, that. That was a great call. Cause that, uh, like that home run, it gives me goosebumps even when he hit it, like. That's, that was crazy, the way the Cardinals came back and, yeah. won, and won the World Series, too, after that game. I think people knew that when they won that game, they probably won the World Series. They yeah. were playing at home in Game 7. The, ga- the Rangers weren't going to recover mentally from that. <sighs> that takes Ranger prob- fans, don't forget that. No, I'd probably no. agree with you, though. I'd probably go Cubs-Indians. Yeah. Uh, or I think whoever wins the Cubs-Giants series is probably going to win it's the World Series. Games. I yeah, think, I think it's going but play. I would say that team is probably yeah. going to win the World Series. So if the Giants win, do you think they'll win the World Series, though? Um, if it's Giants and Red Sox, who you pick? Uh, it's, I'd probably go with the Giants. Yeah, with that veteran experience against that Red Sox, I guess David Ortiz was like a monster in the postseason. Yeah, I'd go with the Giants. Don't you remember when he did on uh, that same day where where Brady made that comeback against the Saints with no Rob Gronkowski, no one. Yo, you know that comeback was so scary for me as a as a fan because I'm like, this guy Brady's unbelievable. He has no talent and he's making this comeback look so easy. <laughs> Just like, no talent on the offense. How is he event. doing this thing, like these throws? Not, well, the Saints' defense has never been good. Yeah, they've never been so. good. But they were this close to stopping him. And then that same day, Ortiz hit that grand slam against the Tigers. Oh, That's God. like, oh, my God. He just tied that up. That was a shot. And I'm just like, wow. Tigers fell apart. Yeah, yeah the Tigers fell Their apart. Their organization fell apart. Fell apart big Let time go after Matt. that. I mean, when you lo- lose Max Scherzer, it's not like you're going to have a good <laughs> team after that. Yeah, that but, was crazy. So, speaking of New York, the Mets now. They're out. They're out. I don't think we'll see any postseason nope. sports for a while because now we have the Jets and the Giants oh transitioning god. to football. Oh god, Giants and Jets. Jets. Oh. How the Giants? If Odell Beckham could get his emotions under well, control. Well, stop being a drama queen. Stop being like a whiner every time and like he's getting these tantrums every game. Just like just play the game, man. You know what? What you Randy Moss now on the field? I think uh, people are comparing him to. To Terrell Owens. I think he's more Randy Moss, to be honest. He has I don't know. Randy Moss never was like this. Yeah, but well, I don't know. Uh, he got traded When was the last Patriots, time Randy though? Moss cried on the sidelines? I mean, Terrell Owens cried in a press conference. So <laughs> it's my quarterback. Yeah, it's my quarterback, man. I still understand why he was crying, though. It's not that serious. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> also, he had sunglasses on indoors <laughs> in, in a press conference. Why was he crying? It was not that serious. not like he died or something. He just got injured. He was, he was criticized. <laughs> they were criticizing Tony Romo. So he's like, that's my quarterback, <laughs> man. I'm um, Terrell Owens. So, you, you use that so I don't know. I think that Beckham is just – he's going through one of those phases where he's being constantly targeted, constantly criticized. Yeah. The camera's always on him, and it's overwhelming. He's he's, he's a young player. He's not like a veteran in the league. It's his third year. I mean, I look at Beckham. I mean, you look at a guy who's talented in the first two years. He's had 
unbelievable numbers. But then when they're struggling right now and they're losing, it's just like it's it's making them feel like. Well, it sounds like the Giants are zero and four. They're two exactly. And two. They're two and two, but they I, should probably be three and one. But they're they lost to a team in the Vikings who have one of the best defenses. Pa- probably the top two defense. Yeah, the Broncos or maybe Broncos you know, above Vikings. The Seahawks. Yeah, I think I'd put the Vikings above the Seahawks. Yeah, so right now I put them two there, and, and the Broncos are just unbelievable. Too, so, but so. like, it's not like Odell Beckham's having these tantrums against you know, terrible teams. He's frustrated. He's an emotional player. But still, I mean, it just looks bad. You know, and it looks bad, especially when you have one of like a guy like Eli Manning, yeah. so even keeled, and you have a, you had a coach in Tom Coughlin who always preached discipline. Who wants to and help keep him your, too, and keep well. That's a sticky situation because like you can't have the former coach yeah, in the I franchise. Know, it just looks weird. Yeah, yeah it's like Ben McAdoo is probably going to say, "Well, what, what was the point of hiring me if you're going to have Tom Coughlin help?" You know, it's funny. Tom, Tom Coughlin before he was head coach for the Giants, so he was a wide receiving coach. So that's probably why he does good. He against probably Belichick. could help. Yeah, he's good against Belichick most of the time when they do play against him. So he kind of knows the angles and all the techniques and everything. But but the Giants are in a good position. They could still win eleven. They could still. Games. They should be able to win eleven games. I, yeah. I said before, if they don't win eleven games, it's a disappointment. Yeah, it's a it's a big disappointment, because especially with all the off season acquisitions. Easy they roster, made. but easy schedule too. Yeah, they schedule. Have. So, easy. but going back, going with the Giants, though, <clears throat> you look at Odell Beckham Jr., and then you know that he's on a spot like New York. But I, I guarantee you this: if this was in some other city, no one wouldn't care. But the fact that I don't know New about York, that. I think because well, I think it's, it's magnified his, because he's in yeah, New York. But I think if the he's doing on him, I feel like there's other teams out there. Well, obviously, the camera the camera, on. but he's such a star that even if he was in another market, the fact the stuff he's doing, the antics he's doing on the field, they they'd notice that. It wouldn't be as magnified. That I'd agree with, but I feel like people would still probably be trained on that thought. I think they would have been trained on that thought, but also the fact that you see a guy who 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 are trying talking about him as probably being a selfish player for doing all this because all the yeah, people on are him call, now. No, I, that I don't agree with. I don't agree with that either. But you're looking at it in a sense where he's having these tantrums, and it's, it's clearly like, it is a distraction. It's a distraction. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, it's a distraction. It's clearly a distraction, and it's something that he has to kind of get under control. But you think he will? I mean, he's the type Probably of player who wants not. to win. I mean, I, I probably know Brandon Marshall commented earlier about saying, well, you know. Like, Brandon Marshall was the same way. He was the same way. But not to this extent. I don't know when was the last time Brandon Marshall was crying on the sidelines. Well, we have, well, we saw it before with Santonio. He might start, though, with Fitzpatrick <laughs> as his quarterback. We started before with Santonio Holmes where, uh, a few years ago when yeah, he was when at Dolphins. Yeah, that last uh, game. And he just started arguing with someone. Yeah. I don't know what it was, about a play or something. So, yeah, he got, like, kicked out of the huddle. Yeah, I think it's just a re- maybe wide receiver thing yeah. where you just want touches and you just want to yeah, be all part wide of receivers team. are divas. But you got to understand, though, like, it's a team game at the end of the day. But I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be worried yet if I was the Giants. If they lose a few more games in a row, then I'd be worried. But right now, 2-2, two and two, I think they're in a pretty good position. Well, Not like the Jets, who <laughs> are just oh boy. Yeah, they're, they're right now they're one and three, and possibly they could be one and four. Revis isn't Revis playing. Out. Is yeah, he's doubtful right out. now. Decker's out. He's out, and Brian Winters is out. But I hope he was out anyway because he just he just causes penalties every time. Well, Winters, even though he's our pretty much our best uh, tackler on offense, but it's ridiculous. Well, man. when we talked to Christian Dyer last week, he said this game against the Seahawks was a must win, and they lost. And they lost. Not only did they lost. That, that means Sherman. Fitzpatrick only threw how many interceptions last week? Uh, I don't know, like uh, two three? or three, two, three. <laughs> he's thrown he's thrown nine interceptions in the last. That's two the guy throwing nine interceptions and he's still. And then has the his Kansas job. City Chiefs got blitzed by the Steelers, yeah, they so they're not destroyed. even that good of a team. And he threw six picks against yeah, them. Yeah, I mean Fitzpatrick, look, he is what he is. He needs pieces around him to to be good. He has all the pieces around him. He's just making terrible throws. What? How much better do you want other than the wide receiver wise? Offensive line, they could get a lot better, which I've been saying since I've always, I've been saying that for a while that last season's offensive line was a fluke performance. Yeah, I mean, but also just looking at Fitzpatrick and and what he's been doing, like you said, nine interceptions. I mean, it's gonna come to a point where Bowles gonna have to probably bench him. Ten on the year, nine in the last two games. They gotta bench him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. you have nobody else. Yeah, but is that my worst as what he's doing right now? I mean, what else can you do? I mean, I think you could just make sure that the quarterback they put in, they don't throw any interceptions. Geno Smith's a turnover machine. You're gonna put in Bryce Petty. He's I, never I, pa- played I, it down in the NFL well, in the regular season. He's got to play sometime. I mean, you gotta have to figure out what he is. If you gotta put him in the game where he he in the real life game with first string well, players, they're a quarter of the way through the season. One and three isn't a death. If sentence. they're one and four, if they go one and seven, then it's time to. Uh, they're one and. Four. Four though, wouldn't you just like know that the team's probably over? No, it's probably over anyway. It's probably well, the, well, the, the, the one Pat- and three. Yeah, it was look over. at the Patriots. They're not. Yeah, Brady's got to come back. And, and there's so many good teams in the AFC that the, a wild card's probably not going to happen. They went ten and six and didn't win a wild card last year. Yeah, 
They're not going ten and six again this year. Well, also they got to win the division because you know when Brady coming back and then some coach uh, common thing that he's got to kill us all. Well, well, and the Jets didn't even get hard. lucky. They didn't even I get know. to face the Patriots exactly. without Brady. But even if they did, they probably would have lost for all. I don't know. know. You, you saw what who Jacoby who Jacoby Brissett really was against Buffalo last week. Yeah. I think the Jets could have done something. Bill Belichick was so frustrated with that game, but uh, they, they went. Three well, look, and they one, went so. three and one. They'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. They signed two and two for all we know. Yeah, they probably would have. So without Brady, I'm just saying like Fitzpatrick, this this job's on the line for him this weekend. If he doesn't perform at the way he should, be he's not gonna get. Cr- they're gonna get killed by the Steelers. Yeah, not only they're gonna get killed defensively, but I think offensively, I don't think they're gonna score as much against Steelers defense. No. They improve too, and that's gonna be a problem for them because you got an old Forte who's actually also battling he's through nagging injuries right now. Then you have. Decker, who's out, like we said before. Brandon just Marshall. double cover Marshall. Brandon Marshall, all we know is probably still. Anun was anyway. having a really good year, though. He's under the radar having a really good he year. He is, but you got a young wide receiving court that could probably be good depending on which quarterback is going to be the future. Well, that's the problem with the Jets is that they're a win now team at all the positions except they don't have a good quarterback. And they should have traded for Phil Rivers. The, they might be able to at some point, but you, they've done that before. They've traded for a guy like Brett Favre. That didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, but Phil Rivers at least he's still they, good the problem right with now. the Jets is through with their quarterbacks. They've always looked for the quick fix. They haven't drafted and developed a guy. Pr- what since Chad Pennington? Yeah. The, who who's the last quarterback you saw that the Jets drafted and actually developed? Mark Sanchez had two good years. Just terrible. And then after that. after that, they gave up on him. He just like regressed a Geno lot. Geno Smith started went eight and eight. Then yeah. the next year they signed Michael Vick. Yeah. Geno Smith becomes a turnover machine. They bench Geno for well, Vic. Then they bench Vic, Vic from G- for Geno. <laughs> he learned some stuff from Vic. How to turn over the ball. And yeah, but the, the exactly. But the point is, they've never developed or even given a quarterback a chance to go sit a year, watch them play, learn the game, and then the minute they hit um, a rough patch. They'll yeah. bench the incumbent quarterback for. We got to find a backup. We got to find the well, next best thing. We know one thing: Christian Hackenberg's not playing this year. We know. Well, one no, thing. he's we know not. That. Yeah, he's not. He's not ready at all. But neither Bryce, is Bryce Petty. But he's been. He's sitting there for a year already, and almost almost a half. I'm just. Anytime like, a player says, "I used Mad," an NFL player says, "I used Madden to help <laughs> learn the game." He's not ready to play professional football. Well, Madden does help you in terms of. Okay, Ray, it might help you beat your friends online, but it's not going to help Bryce Petty face if he's facing a Rex Ryan defense or a Bill Belichick defense and having a disguised defense like that. It's a video game. It's not a real thing. Well, thing of me and my friends online, I struggle on that, so I stopped playing Madden. But stop space, playing Madden because it's just uh, it's just getting a headache. Like I can't even stop anybody on defense, so I just stopped playing that game. It, Madden's a shootout. It, it is. It's whoever scores the most points. Because because defensively, I don't think I I just either I'm not figuring out the schemes or they're just figuring me out. But I I just stopped playing it because I just play off. I'm playing NBA. Now, so how would you that. grade the Jets through the first quarter of the season? I would say a I give solid them a D. S- well, offense, defense, especially. I'll go with the offense first. I'll give him a, a, a C. Because he's, don't, he's throwing 10 interceptions through. Well, I'll give him a C only because they had one good game, and the other good games, they, uh, the game against the Bengals, they should have won. And the other two games, they just have like p- terrible performances. So I'll give him a C only because of that. Give him an F+. Plus. Yeah, I'm only this is based on he's, average, it's though. It's so bad. Like, if I average from 20 out of 25 from each game, I'll give – a uh, twenty out of twenty five against the Bengals, even though they should have won that. I'll give him a twenty five against the Bills, and then the Chiefs were like fifth, ten, no, actually five, ten. five. He threw six interceptions. Seahawks, Seahawks give it a ten only because they were it's still in the game, and he just threw a stupid interception. To against Sherman. the Kansas City, against the Kansas City Chiefs, he gets a ne- Fitzpatrick gets a negative gets a grade, gets a zero, a negative grade. Yeah, so Through I, six interceptions. See, Boomer Esiason and called it the worst quarterback <laughs> performance he's seen in 20 years. Oh, come on, there's other, wor- other quarterbacks that have worse performances. Than Did six interceptions? Well, Peyton Manning threw the six interceptions in one year. Yeah, no. but he threw six interceptions against the Kansas City Chiefs, who then got their defense Blitz. got destroyed. Yeah, they got, they got blitzed. <laughs> I, I mean, would give the offense I, okay, D I'll to an F. I'll, yeah, you know what? The defense. Speaking of it, I'll give it a D now. Yeah. D plus. I'll give him a D plus. Give him an F minus. The defense, my goodness, they they get a, a big fat F. You know the, why? The defense they can't is, stop anybody. They can't stop a nosebleed right now. They they making wide receivers uh, become a nobodies, become pro bowlers. I don't know. That guy, I forgot. I don't even remember his name. A Goodwin who yeah. blitzed Revis for that eighty six yard. Well, Revis knows he's gonna run straight. And, all, he, and he still doesn't go. And he gets, still gets yeah, he beat. Go straight. I don't understand that. And you see, like a thirty-eight-year-old cornerback who was covering Beckham, stride for stride, yeah. put effort on it, and he stopped it. 
And you got but Rebus who's 31, who's seven years less than him. Clearly he's hurt, though. Yeah, but clearly he's hurt. But still, I mean, you got a 38-year-old who did that. You can't no. do that. Yeah, Rebus is struggling. Yeah, so struggling I'd give the defense a solid F. D to an F. No, it's an F. I it's an F. Big fat F. And special, special teams. Special teams isn't that much good. They they lose week one because Folk can't hit an extra point. He missed yeah. how many extra points? One or two? Yeah, he missed a lot of extra points. And and also, so speaking d- of the punts, they, the punts haven't been great uh, either. That's a D to an F also. Yeah, there's a team pretty much. They're big. They're a D to an F. D and F. They've been struggling. And this second quarter is going to figure out if they're going to make if the playoffs or not. If they win week one, two and two looks a whole lot better than one and three. At two and two, you're like, okay, we win another game. We're above 500. One and three looks like a death sentence yeah, two right and two, now with their schedule. Two and two, I think you, I think you have more than a fifty percent chance of making the playoffs. And one and three, yeah. you have a fourteen percent or twelve percent to not make the playoffs. Let's be real; they have a zero percent chance to make the playoffs. The Jets are so bad. If they right lose now. to this weekend, the season it's going to be tough. I, I think that it's going to be a real reckoning in the front office because Mike McCann is going to realize he gave a lot of these contracts to you know Fitzpatrick. He gave Revis a big deal, which he had to do. Yeah, no choice. He yeah. had he made the trade for Clady, who's been they got they got okay so far cornerback though in dra- next year's draft. Then well, hope they know that. Well, what are they going to do? They keep, they that means three years in a row they drafted a quarterback. I don't know what they're doing with their drafts. I think they're just trying to stock up with many quarterbacks to figure. That out makes who no the right sense. I mean, it's a method. I think a lot of NFL coaches used back then, but I don't think it works here in the sense that developing them is a is a big big. They're using mid round picks. They're using like what was Hackenberg a th- second, third, fourth second round, round pick? Yeah, round. so they're using valuable picks. If on anyone wants to draft a quarterback in the last round and have a gem just like Brady, yeah, that'll reason. happen. Well, that'll never happen. That's a once in a lifetime steal of the draft ever. Will get drafted in the sixth round. Oh, Tom Brady. But you know, going back to the Giants, because what would you grade them through the first quarter of the season? I'll give the offense a C plus. Yeah, I think it's about right because you know, they scored, but then they look like they don't score, and then it looks like they struggle big time. They, their offense at times can look unstoppable, and, and then they look like they, they at don't other times the they look like what are you doing? Yeah, they don't belong on the field. Eli, at all. where are you throwing that ball? It makes no sense. The offense it should be way better than they should be. Well, Victor Cruz has been a good surprise, though. He has. He has actually been the most consistent player, I think, on yeah. the team because he's making catches now. It looks like he's going back to form. But really, I mean, Shepard, he made some catches too. But Manning has been struggling big Their time. Their running game is tough. Yeah, Manning has been struggling big time because of that offensive line. That's why he's getting these balls out quick. But also they're getting picked off or he's a fumble. So I'd give him like a C, dude. A C plus to a B minus. Yeah. Defense and has done a lot better than I thought. The they defense do a lot gets better. like a B. They get a been B. a lot better. Look, they know they couldn't hold against the Vikings, but you know that they still didn't. They tell me they gave up fifty points. Yeah, they they the what Vikings, they give up like 20, 24. 24? Yeah, but the thing is, the the Vikings defense were just tremendous against the Giants. They went. Offense. They played against the Saints. They gave up thirteen or ten points, something yeah. like that. So. And then the Redskins. You know that game was kind of that like was a, a bad. That's a bad loss. Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. They held defense. Well, it was against Prescott, but Prescott's had a really good year so far. And I, I told you before, he's like he looks like Russell Wilson his first yeah. year. He's been composed. And, and Christian agreed with you last last week. He said yeah. he has Russell Wilson tendencies. Yeah. So you know for that. So yeah, you gotta give him a B. Yeah, a defense. I've been surprised with special teams. You know, it's special teams. I mean, when you can give special teams. I mean, they had one block field goal against the Saints, and they got it for a touchdown. Just give him an incomplete. <laughs> I don't know yet. I gave it's not like the Jets. Like, special teams, you can really only grade them. If they don't lose you the game, they're doing well. If they lose you the game, like with a missed extra point or a block punt. Give them a B plus, man. Yeah, give them whatever. It's an inconsequential thing. It's like you can – the really way special teams affects the games is through field position. Yeah. And if you're just average, you're still doing a great job. You, you can't really lose many games through special teams other than, like, giving up a ton of kick returns, a block kick. Stuff like that. Yeah, so I'll give him a B plus, I guess. Yeah, I'll give him a So going to second quarter, though, now the Giants, they face the Packers, and the Jets face the Steelers. The Giants have a few tough games in a row, but then their schedule lightens up so much. Sunday night football, though, it'll be interesting to see what the Giants do. Giants are in primetime a lot. Monday night football, Sunday night football. And yet they don't make the playoffs. But the Jets are not in primetime a lot. And they just don't, don't make the playoffs, playoffs either. either. But I just maybe because it's Odell and it's Eli and, and yeah. it's prime time. Two Super Bowls to the Jets haven't won one since 1969. Yeah. But still, I mean that match is gonna be interesting. You see where Rodgers comes off off a of bye week. Packers aren't that good. Their offensive line is terrible. It's no not as bad line. as the Colts' offensive line. Yeah, but the, the Packers' uh, offensive yeah, line is terrible. Andrew Luck should file. Right and he loves to try to trade himself to like a, a contender. He just or signed a giant extension, which He's was screwed. the stupidest thing I've ever, I've ever done. Yeah. If you're a quarterback that you have no offensive line, you have no talent around you. Well, I mean, you have talent, but you have no offensive line. You have no running game. 
So I, he should just yeah, just play Andrew it out. Luck. They yeah. just have to you know just drop a ton of people in the coverage, and the offensive line can't block anyone anyway. I'm so think about the Jets had Andrew Luck though. Yeah, they'd be really good. At least they'll keep him in game. Yeah. Even though defense he wouldn't like, be throwing sick. I mean, Andrew Luck's a turnover machine, but he wouldn't be throwing as many. Interceptions, and I think a lot of those turnovers are byproducts of him being in constant pressure all the yeah, time. Yeah, all the time. Man. So, so, but you know those matchups are the Jets. They're not gonna win against the Steelers. No, they're not. They weren't gonna win against the Seahawks last week. Giants. Either. They could win against the. They Packers. could against. They they they've done it before in the postseason. Maybe they'll do it again in the regular season. I gave him a chance. I'll give him a chance. I gave him a slight chance though, because it's still Rodgers. They're playing at home. Anything could happen at home, especially with Rodgers. Playing with Jordan Nelson back and 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 hopefully Lacey does something for God's sakes. For he's him. On, is he on your fantasy team? No, he's not this year. How are you N- doing Nick on got, your fantasy oh, team? I'm doing, oh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm well. I won before my bye week, which is this week, and uh, my other leagues I've lost. I'm one and three, and then one of them I think I'm two and two. How many leagues are you in? I'm in five. <laughs> I'm in five. And I just hard, kind of hard to keep up with everything. Maybe you should have picked. Instead of being bad at five, if you picked one and concentrated, maybe you'd be good at one. Man, probably, or I at least picked two. I think I would have been fine. Yeah, you, you overextended I, yourself. Yeah, I, just, I think it was my thing, last time I'm doing five fantasy football teams. Probably. Uh, then I'm doing basketball this year. Well, the NBA fun. started. Yeah, that's The Knicks fun. are in midseason form. Oh, yeah, because, you know, I think Solid 27-point <laughs> loss. I think people panic over one game. When yeah, people, have a new like team. the Oklahoma City Thunder lost to a year a team in the EuroLeague. And then one panics. Yeah, you know, they're fine. It's like, no one, no one cares. But when the Knicks lose, everybody loses their mind, like, oh, oh, you know, this is how it's going to be now every game because, you know, it's a new team. They did lose by 27. Yeah, but the Rockets, but come exactly. on, man. The Rock, like, that's the point. The Rockets are a terrible team and they lost by 27. Probably the Rockets might go, f- like, Four or five and zero oh in the preseason. Yeah, the preseason doesn't matter at yeah, all. Look, then. the Brooklyn Nets won in the preseason game. Does anyone expect the Brooklyn Nets to be good? People who no, overreact no, are just ridiculous. No. Derrick Rose looked pretty good in his yeah, first looked, game. Porzingis pretty, looked pretty good. Porzingis looked great. Carmelo struggled. Yeah, Carmelo was big time. He got to start struggling. Like he keeps struggling in these games now. Like I don't. Understand. Well, it's preseason. If he carries it over the regular season. Yeah, well, currently had some shots. I'm but look, they're not going to find a rhythm right away. As you said, it's an entire, it's a basically three fifths of the starting five is new, and no one didn't even play. It's going to take a while for them to get to jump. Yeah, so defensively I'd, and offensively, a training camp and then a couple games into the regular season. I think the Knicks will be fine. I think they'll be fine. I think the one thing that I'll be concerned with them is pretty much the defense, even though it's just one game. But defense and perimeter J- shooting. Joaquin Noah wasn't even in the game, so I can't really grade them until Joaquin Noah. Yeah, when in Kyle O'Quinn's your starting center. Yeah, he's well. a good. Backup, but no, I think Porzingis was the center. But who, no, they Quinn, started O'Quinn. At Quinn the five. Was at power, no, Quinn was power four. Porzingis at the center. Well, Porzingis can't be a five right he, now. Yeah, not now. I think he, he needs to learn from Joaquin Noah first before yeah. he start becoming our five, which he probably be the future center. No, anyway. he is the future center. With where the NBA is going, he's not going to be able to guard fours because it's going to be a bunch of six, seven guys. And he might be like the a floor. top five player in a few years. Porzingis is going to be really good. Carlton Towns is going to be good. It's going to be him and Carlton Towns in the Battling. conversation of, of who's going to be. Minnesota is going to be really good this year. Tom Thibodeau is really revamping that. Yeah, Carthys might be a candidate for for all we know MVP maybe. Who knows? I mean, it's not gonna like if you look at the teams right now. Who who do you honestly give the MVP to? You're not gonna give it to Steph Curry again because he got Kevin Durant. Yeah, You're not gonna give it to, give it to Kevin Durant. Rush You're not gonna give it to LeBron because you know his team rest. is so stacked. And he's gonna rest most of the time anyway. Dude, like the MVP, these award races right now are wide open, West especially West MVP. Well, if Oklahoma City has a good year, he probably will. If they're like the third seed and he averages a triple double. They're not going to be win. the third seed. Okay, if they're the fourth seed. They're then. not going to be the fourth seed. So the thing, you're not saying they can't be better than the Clippers? No. Clippers are, are, are like. Say what you want about the Clippers getting blitzed by 45 against the Golden State Where's Warriors. Where's Paul going to leave, though, if they don't make it anymore? I, th- I don't know. I think. He might go to Where the is Knicks he gonna go? The Knicks. Well, the Knicks could sign him because yeah, Derrick Rose, Rose is coming up. Yeah, to exactly. Probably know he might go to the Knicks, and then there'd be a real contender for, with Chris Paul and in Porzingis. the East. Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris Paul, Porzingis, Carmelo in the East. They're a top three seed. Yeah, for sure. They, they might be a, be a top four seed right now with this team they have, even though they have no bench. If they reach their potential, then they should be a top four seed. Yeah, I, I think, think they could win high forties, low fifties. Worst case scenario, they might be like a fifth or six. Maybe. 7th or 8th worst. Well, worst case scenario is Derrick Rose breaks his leg in the first oh, day of the God. season. And he's out for the whole year and they win well, think of 30 Rose, games though, again. We got to know about this trial situation. If, that's if, a touchy if, subject if, right if, now. Yeah, but if he – he, they got to make sure, though, if he's going to be the point guard for them the rest of the season. Well, right now it's just a civil trial, but there is an active criminal investigation on. But yeah. It's, it's a touchy subject. You wonder if Phil Jackson did his due diligence about – the trial before he made the trade because there's been a lot of reports he really didn't do much 
I, I, I per- well, you know, like you said, it's such a subject, but I personally believe maybe he didn't really do anything. Well, it's, it's, in the, it's in the courts. I think it's just for money. I well, think. it's in the court system right now. I mean, th- you can never victim shame or say, you know, the victim's money hungry or something like that. Because if the victim really went through a trauma, you have to understand from her perspective, she's going up against a really powerful NBA player. Yeah. So it's, it's it takes a lot of courage for her to, you know, go up on the stand and tell her story. I think, though, for the Knicks and their expectations this year, it's going to be determined what Porzingis does. Because I think if he becomes the guy that we thought we, he can be, chance to go far. Yeah. Because I looking looking at Porzingis, and you look at his development, it, it, if he's the first scoring option, probably by midseason. No, nah, Carmelo's going to be the first scoring option until his contract some, but they up. But they got to know, though, that Porzingis might have to be the scoring option. Well, if you could run Porzingis through the triangle or run him off pick and rolls, pick and pops, play him in the short corner, drive and kick to him, and then you could also play him in the post because he is seven foot three. Yeah. He's a very versatile player. He just has to put on some weight. He really does. Uh, yeah, but not too much weight, though. I think he got what he did this offseason was guys lower body strong. And that's well, what, if you're gonna want him to play do. against the uh, play against centers, he has to put on weight. Yeah, but also I think for him though, if he wants to, especially laterally, guarding players. That's true. Stuff, he can't get too heavy. He can't get too heavy, and also those knees. Then it's gonna be a problem. Though. So I think it's good where he is at, as of right now. He's only 21 years old. He's gonna get better. But I think the key is going to be him and it's going to be Joakim Noah and, yeah, they probably have to stay Jen- healthy. and probably Jennings too off the bench because Jennings got to have to buy them that scoring punch. Yeah, because other than Jennings, who do they really have off I the mean, bench? I mean, Last Thomas is good, but he's not a guy you can he's count on He's not a guy score. you can count on for 15 points yeah. off the bench. I think you count on for 10 maybe. And you count defense. on him for hitting the corner three and yeah. playing good defense off yeah. the bench. He's versatile. He can guard multiple positions. Yeah. And then you look at also the other center that they signed, um, Porzingis' his teammate. Uh, um, Gomez, Hernan Gomez. Yeah, like for him. Yeah, I mean, Willie. He, and see what he does. They uh, gave him a lot of money. He's making like five million dollars. Well, hopefully he does well then off the bench. Kyle Quinn as well. I mean, he's lost some weight, so let's see what he does this this Kyle season. Kyle Quinn. Now. They expected a lot from him. They gave him like a three-year, fifteen million dollar deal, and he did not do well last year. I think he'll be better this year. Hopefully, off the bench is much better. And then speaking of the NBA, though, we gotta touch uh, touch a little bit of the Warriors. And They're the unbelievable. They lost to the Raptors, but you know, it kind of you know they I were mean, rusty. We're, we're not gonna put too much stock into the preseason game, yeah. but against the Clippers, they built a lot of that lead with the starters in. Yeah, Kevin Durant had like easy shots too, thanks to Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. I mean, these guys are just getting three point shots. Why open? Well, what'd you expect? This they they added a top two player to a team that was or won seventy three games. They're not gonna get worse. It got it. it looks really really look like the Warriors are gonna go back to the finals. Yeah, the it's gonna be Warriors Cavs part three, and then we're gonna determine who who's better and all this stuff. Because LeBron, if he wins this, you gotta put him in the conversation with Jordan's top two. Well, you're not gonna pass Michael Jordan. Yeah, pass him, but you gotta put him. in the Maybe top you two. could tie. I mean, the worst question you could tie is what Dwayne Wade said. You could tie. Yeah, like, you're not going to pass him. him. Well, the Bulls are going to be awful, too. I don't know why Dwayne Wade. I mean, I understand why Dwayne Wade left Miami, which is an, it's something we should talk about because Miami, they built the big three, and then all three of them have had unceremonious exits. LeBron left, and when Pat Riley was talking, you know, don't walk out the first door. You know, winners really don't run away. Then LeBron left. Dwayne Wade had a contentious negotiation that next summer, but they signed him. Yeah. This summer, he's gone. And then Chris Bosh, they basically <laughs> kick him out. They're like, no. Yeah, he's not coming back. He's got to sign some other teams, though, for all we know. But I, why? Why would the Heat release him? Because. They, they're going to keep him till February. He'll be at, inactive a year. The, his whole money will come off the books. They release him now, and someone picks him up. I think they have to um, still pay his contract because no one's going to pick him up through waivers. Or they're going to have to really run Bosch through a lot of medical testing. His career might be over. You know, for all we know, yeah, his career is over, and that just sucks, man. That's a good player. That he it's a tough way to go out. Yeah. I mean, he signed that contract that he They expect him to be the guy, and then and now we see all this. It's just like, wow. You didn't see that coming. Well, yeah, you don't really expect the guy to have multiple blood clots, life-threatening blood Damn. clots. Yeah, it's terrible. But going to Pat Riley, though, I understand what he did not giving away that contract because that's like the Kobe contract. But that's tough to sell when you sell your organization as the Heat Life organization that teams, we're different than other teams because we actually value you guys. You you become part of the Heat family when you show them Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning. And then you kick the superstar <laughs> of the franchise. You can't make that sales pitch anymore. And that was their chief sales pitch. 
Yeah, and then, you know, Wade and Riley, it's like a business thing for them. They come, really, when it comes to them together, you know, Wade doesn't like to be pushed so hard by Riley. No, I that's guess how not. He is, that's how Riley is as a coach and as a, even president. So he just wanted to go to the Bulls, and they pay him that contract, that ridiculous contract. But Two for 47, I think. From a Wade perspective, though, I understand why he wanted that, but from a business perspective, it's kind of terrible because of the list of injuries that he had and also where no, he is. No, from a business age. perspective, then it's great because he got six more million yeah, dollars by for him. Yeah, for him. But for business, I think I understand why Riley did that. And, you no, know, I understand why Pat Riley. I mean, it makes sense to not want to handicap your salary cap, but you did give Goran Dragic $85 million. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. They went so the he's and made Hassan a. Whiteside got. 20 million a year. He basically. got a max year, I think four for 98, right? Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And it, or it, five for 90? I don't know. And he said he would have signed less to him, too, if Dwayne Wade came back. Well, I think they really botched that because I, I, there's no way you let Dwayne Wade leave. And they got Deion Waiters become the, the man. Yeah, Deion Waiters is the new <laughs> two guard. <laughs> he's going to start chucking up shots. He's just the J.R. Smith without all the tattoos. He's the poor man, J.R. Smith. Yeah. He's going to chuck up shots and thinking he's the best on the court. And then he just really stinks. Oh, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Every time I see Dion wear his play, I'm just like, why? Why is he making these shots? And why, why is he is thinking he's, he's like the greatest or something? Yeah, why? What's going through his mind was like, all right, I got it. I'm taking this shot. All right, I got this, guys. It's I'm going to take good. this contested three with two guys over me who are both four inches taller than me. I got this, guys. Yo, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> it's like, I got going. It's like when he's playing with Oklahoma City, no, no Kevin, no Russell. No. I'm taking the shot. Yeah, you saw him like sometimes he's always cursing and stuff. And even yeah. Durant cursing him well, too. You like, go back yeah. to Dustin Pedroia where we were talking about, you know, prima donnas. You could put Deion Waiters uh, in that category. That's a category. Or, or we could put in that category besides Deion Waiters. LeBron. LeBron always. Paul Pierce always. Carmelo gets no calls. He gets Carmelo no calls at complain. all. No, no, you know what's funny? LeBron's got like calls anymore before. LeBron gets every call. No, not as before though. Like he's got, he's having the Shaq effect. Still now, gets every he, call. Yeah, and that's why the, the coach has to complain about that. Time who else? Can you, no, that is a good question. Who else could you put in that category? You got LeBron, who's the <laughs> president and CEO of that. <laughs> the flopper of the year too. Yeah, Blake Griffin, DeAndre yeah, Jordan. You saw him do a shoe at at a uh, uh, Joseph. Who Blake Griffin? Yeah, he's not doing because it worked so well last year when he didn't control his temper and punched the guy <laughs> in the face in Toronto. Shoes? Why he doing shoe? First of all, taking a shot. And he got a foul for that. Of course he got a foul for that. They do a shoot for no reason. He should have got a tech. Uh, who else we put up there? Uh, Maybe Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul sometimes has his he, he has his. He has his tendencies. He's a dirty player, too. Like, I saw one time yeah. he grabbed Russell Westbrook because he's so quick. He just grabbed yeah. on the shirt. And he got no call and anything. Like, DeMarcus Cousins is up there. But he plays in Sacramento, so I understand it. He wants to win, but it's just like he, he plays in Sacramento. I understand why he complains. All these tensions that he always gets. He just complains, though. But Yeah, no, I don't understand why he complains. <laughs> Paul Pierce. Well, Paul Pierce is old now. He's he old, but before anymore. he still complained all the time. KG, some at some extent, sometimes when he was playing. Yeah. Um. Kobe when he was playing. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe didn't really complain as much as before. Yeah, like, but he complained. He was up there. But some of the fouls were just not fouls, though. I'm trying to. It's it. a good question, though. Like Paul George doesn't really complain. No, nah, he doesn't complain. Mob wise, you know, you got Dustin Pedroia, you got uh, Donald, Bryce Harper, Donaldson sometimes, and Harper. Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce Harper. Uh, Danny Murphy doesn't really complain at all. He just does what he He's does. He's just a professional hitter. And like the best, probably the best hitters in the game right now, out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> out of nowhere. Thanks to Kevin Long, too. Um, what about the NFL, though? That's we talked about it. Beckham. Well, besides Beckham, who else do you put in there? Sherman. Sherman, yeah, sometimes. Brandon Marshall, at some extent. Well, Brandon Marshall. He got better, it's though. It's crazy. He got you look more at short, Brandon though. Marshall's early career. Yeah. To say now that he would be a respected veteran leader. Who of who preaches calmness is yeah. an unbelievable yeah, transition. Is, right? I respect the, what what Brandon Marshall has done. He does a lot for mental health awareness. He's he's become a real true professional. Just put him in the postseason for once and see what he can yeah, do. Yeah, let him ha- let him like win a game. But you know he won't because Fitzpatrick's got to throw a pick to somebody and then he's yeah. gonna start complaining and then he's gonna be. Well, we've we've established the Jets aren't making the playoffs. Brady this year. is up there too. Yeah, but oh, Brady, Brady, Tom Brady complains about everything. Every single call, man. Every Tom Brady ball. could throw a touchdown and he'll still complain about like that. Oh, you let the guy hit me after the yeah, play. Like, oh, oh, he's holding. Like Tom Brady could hit a find a, a guy wide open, and he'll say no. You know the cornerback was holding the guy, and he was like, well, he was wide open. Yeah. Tom Brady complains about everything. Cam Newton, but he, I, I Cam Newton gets hit. I understand though, because he gets get hit a lot, and he just gets no gets call. Hit. Yeah, he gets no calls whatsoever. Yeah. Like he's having the shack effect where he's just not getting anything, and he gets, he's a physical player. 
let's see. What about Aaron Rodgers? You could. Some. It's it's more the receivers. More the yeah, more receivers than quarterbacks. Sometimes yeah. maybe sometimes running backs. Uh, maybe cornerbacks too, to some extent. It's the skill positions like, like the out of Josh the, Norman. You know, yeah, Josh tor- Norman. That's torched. a good one. He's getting torched because Terry Pryor uh, last game he just torched him. And that's a former quarterback torching you. Yeah, yeah, six five two thirty. Former quarterback is a wide receiver now. He's just torching players now. And somebody wrote, wrote an article about Belichick blowing the opportunity for him to be quarterback for the Patriots or something Who, like Pryor? that. Yeah. Because if Pryor was there, I think they would have been a different story about how great they could be when Brady retires or something. As a quarterback, throw prior. He can, struggled, he's basically like Julie Elliman, but he's more physical and he can throw and stuff. Yeah, so right? we could have had another receiver. Yeah. A former quarterback turned receiver. Yeah, and that would have been something special for the Patriots again, of course. Well, the Patriots just get it. They're so lucky. Just think about if Geno Smith was just dropped. And then uh, he, the Patriots just picked him yeah, up. Yeah, Geno Smith like would, a, be all pro bowl, all be like, well, would be like, all pro Hall of Fame quarterback. And the Jets blew an opportunity that, that to do that. That sounds about right. And I can see that happening. Or or maybe they just drop Christian Hackenberg out of nowhere. And then the Patriots pick him up. Or Bryce Petty. star or Bryce a card. I'm telling you. They can make or, or they just say, we're going to sign. When they signed Tebow, they were like, oh, yeah. why did the Patriots want him? I thought for a second Tebow was going to be good for some reason. No. Not with Belichick, though. Now he's a baseball player now. He's hitting home runs, and he's moving up now. Tim Tebow. Watch him, be, watch him become really good, and then... Oh, yeah, because if, if Tim Tebow was on the Mets, they definitely would have got some runs off Bumgarner a, a couple nights ago. Yeah, Yo, you never know, man. I do know. It wouldn't have happened. It works for mysterious ways, like God. It just works. It just works. I don't understand. He probably would have gotten a hit for all we know, a home run, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, here we go with Tebow and stuff. He beat the Steelers in that playoff game. But yeah, that pass. That was incredible when he did the The one good pass he's thrown in his entire his life. Whole career. That perfect slant to Demarius Thomas. And then he got blown out next week against the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it ends uh. up. So, uh, what do you think of this weekend the NFL? We already said Jets lose, Giants lose. Any other matchups you want to look at? I said Giants might win. I'm oh. interested to see to- how how much Tom Brady destroys the Cleveland Browns well, this week. I said before, like uh, the defensive coach said, he's gonna kill us all. So yeah, I'm really interested. Him. That's what I'm interested to see. So you put him in fantasy football or DraftKings, you start drafting Brady in your quarterback lineup. He could probably give you a lot of points anyway. Do you have Brady in your fantasy league? God, I never draft any Patriot player. In That's fantasy. a terrible strategy. I know it is, but I'm just like. I know they're gonna give us. They're gonna give you a lot of you points. You could root for the player, but hopefully, the I root for loses. Eli and Odell, and they failed me. I'm a big. I love the they Giants. Stink. They they make they killing my team because they Odell had up. what 23 yards. I'm sick of Odell, week. yo. Seriously, <laughs> is drama queen catching nothing either. Oh, That's I'm your just, rant. I'm gonna just trade him. That's just a terrible him. decision. Because he's, he's been terrible for the first quarter of the season already. He had, a se- he had 121 yards two weeks ago. He, he has hasn't caught a touchdown yet, He hasn't yet, caught though. a touchdown, though. That's tough. Come on, man. you got to get at least one touchdown. Well, he's double covered. Well, then, can you, you you know, Antonio Brown, he's been double and triple covered. He still catches the Beckham's ball. Beckham's on Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown's a freak of nature, too. This is why the Jets are going to struggle. Because even if they go triple cover him, they he's just going to find a way to catch with the ball. They can't cover with Revis. Now, they, like, their best cornerback is out. They're going to have to play back, though, against him. Because they don't want to do no, over the top just, catch. They can dunk the whole game. The Steelers have that ability. Yeah, because that Le'Veon Bell, who's another beast. Yeah, the oh Steelers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's going to be a rough week for the Jets. <laughs> That's only 50 points, man. Steelers 50 points. Jets zero. Oh, God. <laughs> I believe it. I'd, I'd see the Jets getting, like, three. I see the Jets getting nothing. And then no, they're not going to get shut out. They're going to get shut out. It's, it's on the road. I mean, would you be shocked if the Jets win this game? Absolutely, yeah, I'd be, I'll be shocked, shocked if they won this game. I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, they did win against Steelers a few years ago, but that's when the Steelers weren't at their all peak. The, Je- all the Jets, when they won two years ago, the Jets were terrible. Yeah, they were really bad, though. So maybe. But they, like, I forgot who, like, Jaquan Jarrett had, like, the game of his life. Like, he forced a fumble, he got an yeah. interception, and yeah. then, like, they just had the game of his life. I mean, who's going to start quarterback now? Marcus Williams and Buster Screen. There we go. And then Calvin Pryor. That's who, how we close the show with just – do we just mention those two names and just Calvin a Pryor, ton of silence? Who's, who's, uh, Who trips over his own feet? <laughs> that what open the? touchdown for the Seattle oh Seahawks on that play. What was he doing? He was a first-round pick for them. I just don't understand, though. Jets you, can't draft. They, 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 can't, they have communication problems on defense. If you have Calvin Pryor tripping himself over. Well, that's not a communication problem. That's a, you know, that's a, that's a <laughs> Calvin Pryor problem. <laughs> It's just bad luck, probably. Yeah, Rivas dealing with injuries, and you got Marcus Williams who has an interception once in a while, but now he's, he's a getting good killed. player, though. He's and they have trouble against tight ends. For all we know, Ben Rossman might just throw the tight ends all day, and yeah. he gets like three touchdowns on us. Oh, the tight end again gets three touchdowns on us. So it is what it is. So I guess we'll close the show here, of course, because it's been. Well, you, you can't get any more depressing than that. Yeah, but 
it's just it's just sucks. It's I just tough. hope the Jets find a way, but they're not going they're not to. Go to. We're, we're realists here on Slam City. Giants, Giants could win, but we're realists here. NBA, we'll talk about more, of course, because you know season's about to start like in a couple well, weeks. Well, before anyway. we everyone jumps off the Knicks bandwagon, let's wait till they play their second preseason yeah, can, game. Yeah, can we wait until Saturday to find can out? We wait till the regular season. Can we wait till December? Yeah, got can two. we wait till Derrick Rose turns his ankle? I know. I mean, look at the Falcons; they're struggling the postseason. I mean, preseason now they're like four and zero right now. Yeah. So, well, actually, four, three and one right now. But still, like they, they're good. So we got to get chill pill on that. Yeah, everyone needs to relax. Relax, okay. It's a long season. Anything can happen. So, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can follow the Slant City page and Twitter account at Slant City underscore 360. And you can follow us at Morinus10. At Jeremy EPS. And the big Dunkin' Sixty website at the Dunkin' Sixty on Twitter because it can only be one. You already know. See you next week.